Honestly, explain to me the difference between what's going on right now, why nobody is lifting a finger, and the trucker Bingo. convoy in, in Ottawa. There were a couple of swastikas. You could argue that uh, that those who had the uh, swastikas on their flags were suggesting that it was the government that was Nazis <laughs> and not themselves. Despite that, the government was all too eager to paint everybody as a, as a bad actor. They enacted the Emergencies Act, and you compare it to today, a complete vacuum of authority. That is Mr. Ben Mulroney. Very, very uh, great conversation on The Greg Brady Show with Warren Kinsella asking a lot of questions I think a lot of people are, are asking. It's like, where are the police? Where is the leadership in, in what we're seeing? And if you are watching the news uh, in Ottawa, Parliament Hill, there was a, a swastika outside again. Um, there was uh, Iranian regime flags in the streets of Toronto, Hamas flags in the streets of Toronto. We've seen Taliban flags. Hamas flags. I'm still waiting. I'm waiting to get the old ISIS flag. Not sure where you buy these things. Are these the things you buy on Amazon? You know? But we had thousands. Like, I think this weekend in Toronto was one of the bigger um, protests. You know, you've got people that are, that are there legitimately demanding a ceasefire. But there are a lot out there chanting for the destruction of, of Israel. And then you see there's this big number um, who target and intimidate Jewish businesses. Last week it was uh, Cafe Lander. This week it's Aroma, where you get customers being yelled at, uh, intimidated, where they're putting anti-Israel stickers and graffiti all over the windows. And, and the question becomes, like, we have laws on the books. Why are they not being used? So I wanted to turn to someone who would probably know, because he's been in a position of having to make these decisions, former Chief of Toronto Police Services, Mark Saunders. Good to have you. Thank you for your time. Uh, good morning, Alex. How are you? I'm troubled. i got to be honest. Um you know, I, I see what I see, and I think people are starting to question, why are we not seeing, let's say, arrests? And so when you look at the situation that you're seeing in Toronto streets or Canadian streets as a former police chief, what is concerning to you, or is there anything concerning? Yeah, I know that there, that there is a lot that's concerning. And I, I know you're coming from where the assumption is that if things don't go unchecked, then it continues. You know, but I, I've... I've met with Chief Demke years ago, and I know he has a full understanding of what needs to be done. It gets tricky when you have to deal with the, the hate crimes and things along those lines, because you have to bring in, you know, attorney generals, and you have to go to the layers of entities in order to move that way. But I can guarantee you, I would not be surprised that uh, they have assets that are recording and watching and seeing and, and a lot of evidence coming in their way. And that they'll be putting it together and seeing whether or not there are opportunities to, to, in fact, lay charges. I just can't see them in isolation doing nothing. Right. And I get it. Look, I mean, I'm coming after the Toronto Police. I'm knowing fully that they are understaffed. They do not have enough police officers. And I don't think there are enough police officers when you get big crowds like this. Thankfully, however, it's not Europe where they're massive. Um, and I, I don't think in a, in a big crowd situation that you can go in and just knock heads it doesn't always end, end well. But when you get a situation where you've got people directly targeting uh, businesses, as we've seen, where you've got customers inside who are probably terrified or owners, I mean, there are charges certainly that could be laid on that. Let's take the hate laws out of it. Mischief, uh, intimidation, those kinds of things. Is it more important to the police to keep the calm or to actually, you know, um, make sure that these things don't become normalized? Well, it's, it's to make sure that the, that the police do it smart. 
So again, I would not be surprised if these moments are captured and people can be identified. And if there is any kind of criminal charge, that that would be something that, 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 that may be done. Uh, doing it in that immediate moment is not good because then all of a sudden that becomes a story. So, you know, being in law enforcement and trying to make sure that you're, you're that, you know, that neutral party, making sure you're making sure people are not getting hurt physically mm-hmm. or causing significant damage is at the forefront. Uh, when it comes to laying those charges out, you know, mm-hmm. laying the charges is one thing. You have to bring them before the courts. And yeah. the, the bigger question is, what happens in that courtroom? Mm-hmm. You know, do they just get a ticket or a fine or, or where does that go? Because there should be things, I think, that need to be incorporated to make sure that there is a deterrence that this kind of this behavior stops. Well, I think the question is, why bother having hate laws on the books if we can't actually get them heard or if we can't actually uh, start using these tools? Because we'll get lots of promises from politicians saying, well, we'll put this law on the book and we'll put that law on the book. But if we're not using the current laws because they are just too difficult, and I know a lot of lawyers will say, no, 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 just leave it as it is. But why have the laws if you can't, if the police can't use them? And, and, and that is a tough question. I, I can tell you the Toronto police... Uh, not only do they have officers trained within each division on understanding hate crime, they have an actual hate crime unit. People that are experts, people that go out through seminars, that go out and get educated and understand what the newest trends are, and they share those. And they mm-hmm. speak in concert with other investigations on a, investigators on a regular basis. But again, you know, you're right in the sense in uh, it does get roadblocked when you bring it up and, and start bringing in, you know, attorney generals and lawyers into the room to have these discussions because it really does not uh, show the impact of what it has. Yeah. You've got this little girl working in a store. She doesn't need to get into the middle of all this when people are yelling certain things at her and customers don't need that. But I don't think they're getting the right effect, Alex. I mean, just last week, I, my wife and I took her to, to Cafe Landwehr. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to tolerate that and I'm going to do my part to support and say, you know what? You don't support terrorists. Those are not Canadian values. And anyone that supports terrorists, you know, should not be. And, and, and that's not what Canada is all about. But most of these kids don't really understand what's going on. I know, but that's the problem. They don't know what they don't know, but they all think they know it. And, and what they're doing is contributing to, to this cancer. Um, we've got Remembrance Day uh, services coming up on Saturday. I will not miss it. I don't know what's being put into place, but what would your concern be? And are there arrangements or, you know, things being put into place to make sure that uh, that nothing happens? Because it's on a Saturday. We've seen how big these protests get. And I have to think that this is an ideal uh, target. Absolutely. And again, you know, in Toronto, they, they do over a thousand protests a year. Uh, they're intelligence led. They, they have access to information. Uh, they work with marshals. They work with a whole host of different entities. It could be multi-jurisdictional, depending on size and capacity and what information they get. And then they'll put the resources in place. You know, Remembrance Day is something that is very important. Um, and and I'm, I, I guarantee that it will be a safe uh, environment for, for anyone that goes down in those areas. Boy, oh boy. It is a ch- I won't say it's not a challenging time. It is a really challenging time. Uh, but again, this is when I think leaders lead and, uh, and, and we, need, we definitely need some leaders. So I appreciate your time. Yeah. And, oh, no problem, yeah. Alex. Thank, thank you so much for the time. All right. That is uh, former Chief of Police uh, Mark Saunders. I- I'm not saying it's easy, but I'm definitely, uh, you know, we, we do need the leadership on this stuff.